0: this week in retronauts should we should we say this week in retronauts anymore When's it's, a, it's not, been exactly months. this has been about a month this random randomly spawning occurrence right and... this random episode of retronauts brought to you by a whim <laughs> Parrish, the uh whimsical host of Retronauts. You had a whim because you're whimsical. That's exactly right. I, See, I, I there get you it. go. And with me here today, uh Frank Zipaldi and our special guest, Shane Bettenhausen. Why am I not special? Up, because you still work here. Oh, right. Yeah. I can just like go over to your desk and grab you and say, be on a podcast.
1: <laughs> See, whereas yesterday when T Frog here like you know revealed that he's gonna have this randomly occurring special live episode of Retronauts, I immediately booked a flight right it, it's, it's just right.
0: total kismet because last week i thought you know we could do a podcast if we had people call in can we make that happen and it just so happened that this week we changed over our phone lines so now we have an analog system in place where we can actually do call-ins and it's like out i didn't know gotta, about this yeah. and i was like what could the topic be and it turns out that monday february 21st is the 25th anniversary of the release of the legend of zelda in japan my favorite game ever made there the original is yeah wow. it
1: is it changed my life
0: and then i Put out a tweet saying, we're going to record something live, so please call us. Well, you know, and you're, Shane Bettenhausen was like, T-Frog, may I be on your Retronauts? That, that's how it happened. And, you or know, I think this
1: is indicative of kind of the new, off-the-cuff, wild and crazy Retronauts that you did promise. You know, last year, when you said Retronauts was ending, there was a you know, kind of a big outcry, big hullabaloo, but... I think you've shown that you're just you're taking it in new directions. You don't want to be safe. You don't want to be stuck in you know the the
0: rubric that people expected you to do. Well, that's not really the case. It was, it was more like we didn't have enough people here to oh. do podcasts on a consistent basis with any kind of expertise. Oh. So we kind of had to put See, it. to See, I thought it was a daring new creative direction that you. This were, right here. Yeah. This is just like a, I was sitting in Sam's office last week and thought, "Hey, what if we had people call in and tried to talk to them live?" On the podcast because we kind of did that once by accident right when uh when ballsrog tried to call in for oddcast and frank picked up the phone (laughs) and he ended up being on the podcast no me picking up the phone was absolutely on purpose right i I thought it was going to be a spam robot (laughs) but it was ballsrog Uh. so anyway yeah this is a live call-in episode theoretically uh maybe i should tweet that people should call in (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, if someone calls. Oh, oh here's our first how we, that's caller. That's how we right now. call Okay, So, let's go to the phone line. I lines. feel like this is Loveline. Yeah. Like... It kind of is. Man. Hello, Loveline. This is Dr. Jeremy. Uh, hi, you're, you're calling Retronauts. May I take your order, please?
2: Yes. Um, is this the show for uh, the discussion about Zelda?
0: This is Retronauts. Where, whoa, we're talking about Zelda. Who, who is cool. calling?
2: This is Sam from Chicago.
0: Hello, Sam. Sam from Chicago. Hi, Sam. Hi. Why are um, you Why are you calling about Zelda? Do you know Zelda?
2: I don't know her personally. I I know her work. Okay. Uh, but um, I guess it's I've just wanted to see what your opinion would be on a uh, game in which Zelda was the protagonist. Just because she's well, proven herself to be a pretty
0: well, yeah, you're in, you're in, you're in, Every, everyone is yeah, leaping to well, answer this you're, question you're with the luck. same sarcastic remark. No,
1: no, no. I mean, in Chicago, you you may not be aware that there's already been two, two. games in not which, one, in which two. Zelda is the protagonist. One of which uh, has a live actress, and one of which which has a uh, very horribly animated actress. Both of which for the ill-fated Philips CDI console, which is really Ooh. yeah, it's really unfortunate. It wasn't really a console; it was really more of a set-top box. Yeah, you know, personally, personally, I would like a do-over because I I agree that I think you know Zelda is a great character and you know, Sheik. You know, you might count Sheik from Ocarina of Time as being kind of the closest we got to having a more action. Well, there's also
0: uh, Tetris Trackers. Does that count? That does not count. Tetris, oh, Tetris Trackers
1: <laughs> does not count. But yeah, like clearly the CDI Zelda games, all three of them, they're all mm. horrific. I mean, I think Zelda's right. Adventure is considered to be the best of the three, and it is the most most like a traditional Zelda game, but it's also, and also the, the, the most to sought play. after. It is. It's hard to play because of the loading time. Though. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, yeah, the, really, neither of those are going to fulfill your dream of playing as Zelda in a good game, um, because Nintendo foolishly decided to partner with. Fiddlest- so, so now, would you guys go Super Princess Peach and just have a total misogynistic, like, weird game uh, where you
0: manipulate her emotions? Or. No. You- I,
2: I, I, no. Oh,
0: oh. Go ahead, Sam from Chicago.
2: I would just. I was. Would- about that the other day, Super Princess Peach is kind of really incredibly misogynistic. I don't think it didn't. I, I wouldn't call it misogynistic. It well, you had to like quiet, it's,
1: quiet down her like cr- crazy female okay, emotions. It's, right? it's, it's like, kind
0: of sexist, but misogynistic? No, it's not like wait, telling you to beat women and, but, and rape them or something. That would be misogynistic.
1: Wasn't there some sort of menstruation subtext to that game? No, I, oh, oh yeah. God, no, there no. There was the, the blood yeah. rack. <laughs> <laughs> but like so I think we're all on the same page. We you know, we want a game where maybe you play as both Zelda and Link. Is that what we want? We don't sure. want just just a Zelda game where you never play. Well you never kinda do that game. in
0: spirit tracks. Mm-hmm. You, then, you you control uh Zelda when she's possessing the, the oh, spirit of ar- or the suit of armor. Right, but it doesn't quite mm-hmm. it's not you know, it's not what we want. She was more badass in that than Link has ever been. She could like kill stuff with her face or that with is her true. giant sword. So, Sam from <laughs> Chicago, uh, thanks for your call. We should probably clear up the line. Oh, but, yeah. But Sam, oh, yeah. But,
1: Sam, we agree, and I think one day she will get
0: her due. All right. Cool. So Thank some you time. very much. Yeah. Thanks for Keep calling. Listening. Hello? Hello? Ah, you've called into Retronauts. Why have you done oh. this? This is Retronauts. What's your name?
2: Uh, this is Dan.
1: Ben? What's uh, so up, Ben? Yeah. Where Where are you calling from, Ben? Uh, Massachusetts.
0: Massachusetts. I they have Zelda there. They have Zelda in Boston. I was there. Oh, okay. Well, so, you know, Goma is a giant crab in Boston. What is known? What is Boston known for? If not crab? Crabs. So, what can we do for you, Ben?
2: Uh, I'm hoping you guys haven't talked about Minish Cap yet. The greatest Zelda game of all time. You know, Whoa, is it really wow. the
0: greatest Zelda game of all time?
2: Wow.
1: Okay, I like Minish Cap a lot, but it's so easy. That so? It's so flagship. It's the least, I mean, it is the most Capcom-y Zelda of all the Capcom-y yeah. Zeldas. Well, why, why do you consider this uh, the best Zelda?
2: Well, you like a lot of games. That's you another go back line. To, uh, you, you go back to a lot of games, and like you start them off, and you get sort of, I don't know if I've experienced this, I don't know if you have, uh, you get into it, and you just don't like it anymore. You know, the intro's too slow, a lot of good problems that are picking out, whereas with uh, Minish Cap, you know, it's enjoyable from start to finish. You can replay that over and over again. The Kingstone mechanic is great. See, I, I took the fantastic game. I was a
1: big supporter. I gave it a 9, Mrs. Shane. I gave it a good score. And you gave a good score, too. But I do remember the pacing, about midway through the game, there's like a big chunk where there's no dungeon for like five hours, and that part's really strange from a traditional Zelda perspective. But I do really like that game. I'm, I think,
0: o- I'm okay with non-traditional Zelda game structure. What, what kind of bugs me about um, Minish Cap, the, the reason I could never consider it the best Zelda is because I imported the European version, which came out first, and went for like 100% completion. But there is a bug in the European version of that game that prevents you from getting 100% completion. Uh. And it was really frustrating to put, like, 20, 25 hours into the game, and then get to this point where my quest line was stuck because oh. of a glitch. Well, that game, that
1: version's unfinished too. Like it has yeah, there's yeah other elements. Yeah. But you know, I think and they is... they
0: ironed that that, that, ironed that out for the yeah. U S. version, which came out like a month or two but later. That is but...
1: one of the most forgotten about Zelda games, I think. Like in the last ten years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it that's... was
0: very charming. You have the little mole claws. I saw Frank looking at some art of the mole claws this morning, and I was like, oh, the mole claws. I remember those. Well, and your
1: talking hat. He was he was a cool guy. The talking hat
0: was et- yeah. et- Enzo, I think. Or I forget Ezio. But... Et- yeah, Ezio.
1: If, uh, if you haven't played that game, I bet you can get it cheap, and it is—it is a wonderful, charming little Zelda. It is better than the Oracles. I think Zelda. it's better. Well, if you combine the two Oracles, Ages and Seasons. Yeah, the, to get the Oracles. Together, if you
0: average them out, but if you just take yeah. Oracle of Ages, that's the best portable Zelda, aside mm-hmm. from Link's Awakening.
1: See, I think. Well, well what you, since you brought that up, you know, everybody thinks Link, Link's Awakening is the best portable Zelda, if not the best it Zelda. It is the best I portable Zelda. I think they're wrong. No, sorry, that's the best. I, sorry,
0: none. It's not my favorite. That doesn't mean it's not the best. It just no, means it's not your favorite. It's not my favorite. All right, Ben from Massachusetts. Thanks for calling. We, we agree. Good, good choice. And now I guess we just sit around and wait for someone else to call. So, so Shane, why why do you not like Link's Awakening? Well, why do you hate Link's Awakening? I kind of hated Game Boy, not
1: not unlike Sushi X. I kind of hated black and white Game Boy. So when Link's Awakening first came out, I had a hard time
0: learning to love it. So, so you had to do it like me and played on Super Game Boy first. We're gonna take another uh, call. Okay. Hello, you're live. Who is this?
2: Hello, this is Julian.
0: Julian from where?
2: Julian from Albion, Michigan.
0: Albion, Michigan. I'm from Michigan, but I've never been to Albion except in Fable.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking about during, uh, during the Fable game.
0: <laughs> so home. so how may we help you, Mr. Um, I forgot your name already because I was making a stupid joke.
2: That's okay. It's Julian. Julian. Yes. yes.
0: How-, how can we help you?
2: Just wondering if you guys might know of any official story or history on the design of the character of link mm. um, i've heard, I've heard that possibly because he's green so that we could see him on the screen and I've also heard that. Because of various elements of the Zelda series that basically designed uh, based on Peter Pan, I was wondering if anybody else knew anything official.
0: Well, I, I think he has a mustache to help define the shape of no, his no, nose, no. and he wears overalls no. so you can see the movement. Jeremy, of, yeah, that's Mario. Ah, oh, damn it!
1: You know, it's interesting. Like in the Iwata asks about Zelda, they didn't really go into this. I was yeah. going to say the only source there could possibly be for this information would be an Iwata ask. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't think and they got they it. They did uncover that. some of that awesome, like you know, art from Zelda One, where you see like the first version of you know the overworld map being drawn out on paper but yeah as far as I know the links you know why he looks the way he does has never really been told
0: yeah and that's one of those things that if just a regular interviewer like some schlub in the press like me asked Miyamoto he'd be like eh that's just kind of what I made him look like but you know if if it was in an Iwata asks they're all chummy and buddy buddy so he'll like you know Iwata will draw the story out by laughing and and making self-deprecating comments and then Miyamoto will finally reveal the truth. So I guess we just have to wait for that to uh, well, be posted. Well, I, I think
2: we
1: have to uh hire uh, Satori Wata as a freelance uh, contract. <laughs> That's a great journalist. idea. But you know, I think there may be some truth to the Peter Pan thing. It does make sense. that young young Miyamoto, you know, he's tr- you know in the ca- in the cave near his house. He's a young kid he's in love with Peter Pan and
0: those kind of things. Like, you know, he's he's wearing his Peter Pan Halloween I costume. Mean, Link, Link is clearly an elf, you know. He is. He is. And, and that's exactly what, um, you Japan know, the, the elves of
1: Lothlorien look like. But then if you look at how much Link changes from Legend of Zelda to Adventure of Link, I mean, Adventure of Link is one of the most ambitious and, like, you know, crazy games of the time, but, like, clearly Link's design was really changed between those two games. And he looks very different. No, not so, the
0: basics of it, though. Yeah. I think the, I think we're just talking about the basics. No, yeah, if, if you look still, looks pretty outfit. much the same. Same outfit. Yeah. I don't know. If you can. detail, at, it has more detail now. Some of the SD, now he has fabric textures, but, but some but, of the
1: SD art of Link from in Japan from Zelda One, he's very squatty, very. Oh sure, m- he's like a little kid. Yeah. Some of it, but, yeah, but, but in more recent games, he's anymore. he's older.
0: Uh-huh. That, yeah. That's the big change. Oh. but the the basic design is the same. So basically, the answer to this question is
1: eh. uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's a,
0: it's a mystery. It's a secret to everyone. Now I have to ask Miyamoto the next time I talk to him, which you know yeah. I do all the time. We're we're so close. You guys are having drinks later. Oh today, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, for a lot of people, you know, if they don't care, if they're not carrying the shield and they have to explain who they are at Halloween, that they're not Peter Pan.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you always carry the shield and the master sword. Yep. Good point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, all right. Saves a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks for calling in, uh, Julian thank from you. Albion, Michigan. Yeah,
1: thank you. Yeah, that, thank you. That, yeah, that could have been that could have actually been WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. I just want to put that out there. That could
0: have been. Just, Next caller. Call call Hello? Hello? Hello, yeah, you're yeah, on welcome. Retronauts uh, Live. Hi. Welcome to Retronauts, where we echo into your. Hey,
2: Hal. How's it going? It's Ray. Uh, Ray uh, from
0: Ray. Ray, where are you calling uh, from, Ray?
2: I'm from New York.
0: Oh, okay. New York. Congratulations on that.
2: All uh, right. Thanks a lot. Oh man, I, I can't believe I got through.
0: <laughs> it's like uh, you just won a, a radio contest.
2: Yeah. Well, I never call anything like this ever before. So.
0: Well, we've never received calls before, so. <laughs> so we're on equal footing. So, what's 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 your comment or question for us today?
2: Well, I I don't really have a question or anything, but I know you guys are talking about uh, Zelda and everything, and. Uh, I, you know, I have some, uh, like, a, my first memory of Legend of Zelda, it, well, one of my first memories was when I was very young. I was, like, eight years old when it first came out. And uh, my mother actually would play the game, like, voraciously, like, constantly. I barely ever got to play it. You know, did, you, so. did your
1: mom normally play games, or was it kind of weird that she actually liked this one?
2: No, she was actually very into the NES at the time. Cause uh, cool mom. Was, yeah, yeah, she was... Uh, we had a lot of games in our house. We weren't rich or anything like that, but you know, my mom would you know was into the into the uh, the NES, and so she would just get games for us, and she would play some of them too. So, and that was definitely one of her favorites. And I remember one night I got woken up, and I'm like eight years old at this time, and she wakes me up at like two in the morning, and she comes in, she's Raymond, Raymond, wake up, wake up. And I go into the living room and I'm all groggy eyed, like trying to sleep on a school night. And she was like, check it out. I beat The Legend of Zelda.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Because that's the opposite. Yes.
1: I remember like, going and beating Mario 3, dragging my mom. Like, look at the ending, mom. She didn't care. She's like, oh, that's and nice. Whatever. I'm like, you're, making dinner. Like Your mom actually dragged you out of there before school at, at 2 in the at morning. Two in the morning to go look at The ending of Legend
0: of Zelda. Did she let you skip school the next day and stay home and play Zelda yourself? What, what was that? Did she let you skip school the next day and play Zelda yourself?
2: No, 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 she didn't do that. Okay, I'm sorry,
0: your mom's only 60% cool.
2: Yeah, no, she didn't do that. I definitely had to go to school the next day, but I was like, Ma, like, what time is it? She's like, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, don't I have to go to school tomorrow? She's like, oh, yeah, you should probably go to bed. And I'm like, okay.
0: (laughs) So she didn't didn't let you jump immediately into the second quest?
2: No, no, no. I didn't even, I didn't even, she was kind of fiddling with that when I was going back to bed. So I don't know if she ever beat that, but... Yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy That's a, so. great, that's
1: a great story uh, Yeah,
0: thanks for sharing uh, I've, never, I've never heard of any mom that cool We are going to go yeah. to the next call now Thanks for calling in Thanks, Ray Alright,
1: thanks a lot, guys thanks,
0: Bye guys. You know, my mom actually did that with Mario 3 She
1: bought it for herself She beat it uh, really? While I was doing homework Yeah
0: Wow Yeah I have heard that story before yep. Oh, we just missed a call um, Oh, Someone's gonna sh- beef Oh, 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 oh we here we go. go
2: Let me do this one <laughs> Hello, you're on Retronauts Live Wow Oh, snap, I actually got through How's it going, guys? Good. Hi, who is
0: this? Where are you from? What's your name? Where are you going?
2: This is Sean Kinley. I'm a cadre on 1UP, and I live in the tiny town of Borger, Texas.
0: Of where, Texas? Borger. Borger. What is is the border Uh, to? Oh, no, it's a a bookstore. Oh.
2: Like like the Borg. Oh, Oh, Borg. Oh, Borger. That's even weirder. What what the heck county
0: is that in? Is that in...
2: In Hutchinson, not too far from Lubbock,
0: actually. Okay, yeah, I've I've heard of Hutchinson County, but not Borger. My goodness. So did did you have Zelda out there in the dusty hinterlands?
2: (laughs) Yes, yes, we do. (laughs) And um, it is glorious.
1: So did you have a question or comment for us?
2: Not really a question. Just wanted to make sure that Zelda 2 got some love on the uh, podcast here. It will get
1: infinite amounts of love from me. It is infinite. I mean, wow. the Legend of Zelda is my favorite game, but I think Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link is like one of the most ambitious sequels. That like, I want a sequel to it still. Like, if if Miyamoto right now announces I am making I, a I straight up sequel like to Zelda
0: Two, I'd be the happiest boy in the world. I honestly have always felt like Ocarina of Time was the sequel to Zelda Two. No. Yes, I mean, no. it took away the the uh, active jumping ability, but that's like the well, only difference. The only thing it does, like it does, the, it does the have... thing that the thing that that um, Ocarina does differently from from The Adventure of Link, is that it moves the camera from the side perspective to the behind-the-shoulder perspective. Right. Well, and it does But I mean, the overall... Right. Yeah, I'll there's a high focus on combat. Focus on
1: combat. Well, it, it has, has all, all the magic, kinds of... Though. Yeah,
0: well... Yeah, the magic is... There's there's magic in But I, mean, I didn't seem as magic. Well, I mean, I this, it's not as magic. It's more, you know, built around the music. Yeah, right. But, 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 like, but that's it, just an evolution. But, 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 but Zelda 2 is so much more of a Japanese RPG. It really is.
1: And no other Zelda has that much, like, Dragon Quest in it. Like, uh, there, there is Dragon Quest I feel, DNA I feel like, yeah, in Zelda Yeah, I, I guess.
0: Kind of. But, it, like, I feel like numbers and stats don't really fit the Zelda series. I'm okay with but, losing that part. I, I see where you're going from. I and, mean,
1: like, the reason Zelda 2 was
0: so great is that the combat was
1: so intense and, like, you know, had really good control. Tight, tight, tight responsive controls. But also controls. The, the way
0: the whole world is set up like no right. no Zelda besides Zelda 2 at that point. Uh before Ocarina had that kind of town town you know yeah. vast expanse between structure with dungeons yeah. off to the side, yeah. and even even the towns and the characters were references to Zelda 2, but I would like actually it was, like that game was clearly in their mind yeah, when they were but, making But, but I
1: would like to play on three d s for example a two d actual Zelda 2 style game with two d dungeons and two d combat I think why be, would they make a 2 d game on the three d s what is wrong with? because you, you could have awesome layers of parallax <laughs> flying in front of your face and That's also not how parallax works. Call, Caller, if you're still there. If you're a big Zelda Two fan, you should it, you should try to um, get a copy of the Japanese version. The easiest way to play it would probably be on like the GameCube collection that came out in Japan. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's ways now to play the disc system version in America because it does have you know some major changes. Some, if, if you're well, big, if you're the
0: American fan. version has some major changes, right. which are improvements over the Japanese version. The Japanese version is not as good as the U.S. version, no, aside from the music, which is way better. But it's a yeah, e- 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 soundtrack. It's yeah. easier. <laughs> the Japanese version is a lot easier, actually. And uh, I'd also <laughs> recommend uh, checking out Battle of Olympus and other episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Sazana do even. Yeah, yeah. But especially Battle of Olympus. That's like. Zelda, that's like. An FDS
2: game in uh, Japan?
0: Yes, it was. It was. Yes. It was only okay. an FDS game in Japan, no. actually. Oh,
2: that's so. right.
0: So. But yeah, if you do want some Zelda 2 style gameplay, definitely check out Battle of Olympus, which has a guy named Perseus who has nothing to do with the myth, but everything to do with wanting to be Link.
1: But it's a, it's a good game. Oh. Mm-hmm. By, Broder, yeah. by Broderbun, right? By Broderbun. Broderbun. Broderbun.
0: Well, actually, by Infinity, published by Broderbun. Oh, yeah. Very good. There you go. All right, well, thanks a Anyway, lot. thanks for calling in. All right, thanks, guys. Oh, Zelda 2, I love it. I don't dislike it. There yeah. we go. It was a frustrating game, though. I got lost for, like, a month. <laughs> Hello, caller, you're live, you're echoing, you're on Retronauts.
2: Hi, I'm echoing. Is there a problem with my No, system? it's yeah. it's our
0: crazy phone line. This crazy, crazy system echoes whenever we pick up the phone. It's not your fault. Don't feel bad. Hi, who are you?
2: Okay. I'm Matthew J. I'm from DualShockers.com. I'm a writer, um... I wanted to call and see what... Now, wait
0: wait a second. DualShockers.com sounds like it is a Sony-oriented kind of website. Why are you calling about Zelda games? Hmm. Are you poaching information for the the Sony hegemony?
2: We are not a Sony-oriented site. No. We are unbiased. I see. Because that's a trigger turn these days. He called
1: called in to ask about Alundra.
0: Oh, Alundra. (laughs) Alundra was good. It was like Zelda 3, but Browner. Alundra's overrated, but that's not even what you're asking about. (laughs) Yes, please, ask your question rather than our stupid banter.
2: Uh, I want to know if you guys think that Zelda, you know, with the silent protagonist, could be translated to a film or a TV well.
1: I I hope not. Yeah. I, I mean, hope it could be done well. no. I hope it never gets translated again. I mean, I, you know, I watched Super Mario Bros. Super Show. I watched Captain N. Like, you know, I think as much as I love Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, I don't care about the story whatsoever. And, like, in fact, if, if a new Zelda has tons of voice cutscenes and tons of overbearing dialogue, you know, we all saw what happened to Metroid Other M. And the reality is a lot of these Nintendo franchises we grew up with and thought were great, had great stories, they really don't have the depth... To you know, to warrant hours of cutscenes. And I, Oh and I, come on, the the Triforce got split into eight pieces and got put in the different like, houses and you had to go to the houses. <laughs> For me, the most compelling story scene in a modern Zelda was when you go down to Hyrule Castle beneath the ocean in, in Wind Waker. Oh, right. And there's right, no yeah. dialogue at all. It's all visual and it's really beautiful. Yeah. But
0: no, I well, don't it's not really that's not really a cutscene. That is that is um uh, when well, like you play, you play through it. Emergent kind of storytelling, right? But it's through... that's
1: the kind of storytelling that works in Zelda, yeah, not no, CG cutscenes. Like I would never ever want Metroid other M to happen to Zelda. Sorry.
0: No, but I, I think that there is good dialogue in the Zelda games. Midna from uh, Twilight Princess was a great character. Yeah. I really enjoyed pretty much every scene that she was in. That's true, but she was I mean, she really livened up the character. Right, but she's the del- game.
1: not what you expect from a protagonist in Zelda at all. You
0: know. No, but I, I think the problem is that. Because uh, Link himself is such a blank slate, it's impossible to give him a personality that translates into film that you know that plays on television or in a movie that also doesn't completely betray who he is.
1: I can and, see there being a series though that doesn't so much focus on Link as a character as much as like the characters mm-hmm. around him. Like that, that, I could see working, but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, if you had like a band of adventurers and it was more like an old anime from 1983,
0: uh, maybe I'm on board. <laughs> I, I like the calls in the background. It sounds like... Uh, yeah, well, we, that's we, not we even have, our that's not even our line. That's yeah. like the other phone line. <laughs> People are that's trying annoying. anything to get into Retronauts. <laughs> There's a
1: huge switchboard, hundreds <laughs> of lights behind us. Sorry, you, you might not get on.
0: Anyway, that's our opinion. Thanks for calling to listen to us uh, uh, proclaim at you. And uh, if you want to hear yourself sure. again, uh, tune in Monday to one <laughs> Cool,
2: and I hope that I can uh, meet you guys at PAX East. Oh, oh so you
0: just might. We'll I be, believe yeah. we'll all be there. Yes. Thanks for okay. calling. Wow, ah, silent. Oh, oh damn. damn. The <laughs> silence lasted for only a moment. A lot of Zelda fans out there. Yeah. Weird. Hello? You're on Retronauts. Hello. Who is this? Oh, hello
2: there, Retronauts. This is Chris Jenkins from Orlando, Florida. Username Quaglip. Sunny, sunny Quaglip.
0: Quaglip. That's a good username. That is. That's a. But you should be calling into the Mario 2 episode. Yes.
2: Oh, uh, you know, we do what we can for the 8 bit era.
0: Fair enough. So, what can we do for you today?
2: Well, thoughts on Legend of Zelda, yeah?
0: Sure, or the Zelda franchise in general, but yeah, Legend
2: yeah. is a great one. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I was thinking back to, um, I originally got an NES in 1987, I think, like a lot of American kids did. So, and, so did uh, I. There you go. And I. Well, um, I, and I started with Zelda 2, which is a very weird oh. jumping off point.
1: That's impossible. <laughs> you can't serious. have Zelda Two in eighty seven. Yeah, son. You,
0: you just uh, you you did a temporal <laughs> paradox, and now the game's. Oh, wait, over.
1: wait, wait! No, you could have had the. Okay, sorry. You you did you, you have
0: you, an NES with no Zelda games at all, or with no games at all until like the end of nineteen eighty eight, and then you were like, I need to buy something for the system I've had for a year. I think I'll get yeah, Zelda Two.
2: It was just it was just speed Super Mario Brothers over and over uh, and over again. I but, gotcha. um, but what I found is that ever since then, and I did eventually pick up the original title too. Um, is I've bought almost every Zelda game that's come out for the mainline systems anyway, but I just can't really bring myself to play through any of them, and I know they're great games. But um, I'm wondering what you guys think, sort of what your advice would be, or which ones do you think, just from a pure sort of fun factor um, perspective, which are the ones that are the ones you really need to push through to see the whole thing?
0: Okay, so this is going to be an unpopular answer, but if you have a lot of free time, play Wind Waker, And just enjoy it. Just take it at its own pace. It's a very kind of slow-paced, methodical game with a lot of sailing across the ocean. But, you know, just put aside some time, relax, enjoy sailing. It's a really fun game. It's still a beautiful game because Mm. of the visual design. Like, it's held up incredibly well. The uh, combat against enemies is excellent. And uh, the towns are really well-developed. Every single NPC in the towns has a different uh, appearance, and a different personality and, and some kind of role to play in the game. It's a it's a game that really doesn't get its due, but it's a it's a it's it's one of my favorite Zeldas, absolutely. But again, it is kind of a game that you have sort of have to take on its own terms, because if you expect it to have the kind of uh, rapid-fire pacing of like an Ocarina of Time, you, you'll be disappointed. I
1: found that uh, in order to beat a Zelda game, uh, I have to be taking a week-long vacation uh, at my mom's house when it comes out. That's how, that's how I get through Zelda. That's how I got through Twilight Princess. Yeah, yeah, well, I well,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, I don't think I'll. Yeah. Yeah, I also recommend not taking a break because if you walk away mm. from a Zelda game, you come back, mm. you're like, where was I? What dungeon was I going to? What was I
0: doing? Why is a stupid little man telling me to pick Le- up Triforce pieces? Or,
1: listen! I mean, obviously, if you haven't played through Ocarina of Time, that is generally considered to be the best modern Zelda. I mean, you know, I think it's debatable if it is or not, but it is. I would
0: I would wait for the 3DS version of that, though, because it's going to be better than any version that's come out.
1: That's true. If you haven't oh. played it, that'd be, mean, for you, you're like the perfect consumer because you're not playing a game you've already played 10 times, like most of right, us. Right. Um, but I, I would also suggest uh, earlier someone, you know, we were talking about Minish Cap. It's kind of a weird one for yeah. for for, uh, for GBA, right? <laughs> that, yeah. that you could go mm-hmm. back and play. It's a good, good little bite-sized one. Um but in Link's, general
0: Link's Awakening if you can if you can stand the um, you won't be able to the it. old black and white graphics. I don't know. People dig eight bit games, they can still they can still handle Game Boy. Maybe. Um but, yeah,
1: like one of the problems is, like, what a lot of the modern Zeldas, like, if you were to go and play Twilight Princess, it is kind of a slog. It's really long, actually. Yeah, whereas, it's very long. Whereas Wind Waker isn't nearly as long. It's and, pretty long. Really? I thought Wind yeah. Waker was, like, 15 hours or something. It's, no. It seemed short. No? Wind Waker had more points, uh, for me anyway, where I felt like I hit a wall and didn't know what to do. But there's only four do. dungeons
0: in Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, there's so it's much, much outside the of the yeah, dungeons in true. the game.
1: Yeah, mm. but yeah, Zelda is something you really do need to kind of give yourself some time, and yeah, like,
0: don't juggle another game with yeah. It. You just really you need to kind of Zelda. lose
1: yourself in it.
0: Yeah, and I, I would say maybe like if you're really serious about experiencing the whole series, there's no you're under no obligation to do so. But right. if that's something that is important to you, maybe set aside like a week of gaming time or two weeks of gaming time uh, for one game every few months. Like, don't try to shotgun them all because you'll you'll just get sick of your the whole series, the whole concept, because it is kind of. Iterative and, and repetitive, um, but if you you know if you take one like maybe three or four Zelda games in the course of a year, I think that's a that's a pretty good pace, and you'll have enough time to refresh yourself between them.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, All right, like, guys. Well, All right. FTA. Thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks for calling luck, in. Man. I was gonna recommend Majora's Mask to him as like a later game to play. Because okay. like once you have played, recommended to a this few. guy. All right. Hey, we are on Retronauts live, and Shane Bettenhausen would like to tell you to play Majora's Mask. I would because it's one of the least played Zeldas, and a lot, very few people, <laughs> very few people have actually played and got all the masks. If you get all the masks and turn it, okay, in, hi. hi, hi like, who who is this?
0: Who is this calling? We're sorry.
2: I'm sorry, I didn't catch all of that. Uh, I'm outside. Uh, this is uh, Paul Myers. I'm Paul on the board. Hi, Paul Myers. What what can we
1: do for you? Uh, so I'd
2: like to ask. Do you think uh, the next Zelda Skyward Sword gonna overhaul any of uh like the regular Zelda tropes, like dungeon progression? Uh, well uh, I, I I like do... the overworld map. I, I do
1: remember them saying after uh after Twilight Princess that the next Zelda would be very different
0: and, and I do remember them saying more recently, don't expect any radical changes from Skyward Sword. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty much more of the same. I, I agree with I mean, you.
1: I'll say everything we've seen on Skyward Sword has been kind of more of the same. Mm-hmm. And playing it pretty uh-huh. safe. And I am actually trying, you know, Zelda being my favorite franchise and like I'm trying to muster up tons of excitement to get really really excited for it and I'm yeah. hoping hoping at E3 they show me things that are newer and a little You don't think it's going to be out by E3? Um no. Oh man. I think you'll be buying that game around Thanksgiving
0: oh that's right because they don't want it to step on Ocarina 3D's three feet right but no I really do hope
1: I mean I don't want a huge shift like Wind Waker necessarily but I do want some surprises you know some a few little tweaks here and there to make longtime fans be like oh that's completely fresh to me like like Majora's Mask like Majora's Mask but I'd
2: like to see something more like Majora's Mask that' be cool
1: yeah i agree, uh but you weren't excited by being able to uh hypnotize the eye by spinning a sword around i mean that was i i mean in fact I'm a little That's wary, amazing I'm a little wary of being forced to use motion control as yeah, much as they, they are putting it in the game, so at least it's not connect all
0: right, all right. thanks for
2: calling in oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, have, oh my I god have, what I have one question one more question wait, it's yes. joy. do you uh believe in the split timeline theory? <laughs> and
1: secondly, uh, uh, hang up on him. Uh, <laughs> no comment. Are no. We, I, are, we, are we trying to like equivocate and make one timeline between all the links and Hyrule? Like, actually, he just hung oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no hope. There's no hope of wrapping your brain around any no,
0: any no. actual timeline for Zelda. Come on. Mad greets to you, our final caller for this episode of Retronauts Who are you? I am Seth Macy. Oh, oh, you made it through. I saw you on Twitter <laughs> saying, I'm going to call in, I'm going to call in, and you did it. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh. I, th- I thought you, we made, rid of it, of you Seth made it. You made it in under the wire.
2: <laughs> Excellent.
0: So, Seth Macy, what can we do for you today?
2: Well, I figured I would use this opportunity to put a bug into someone's ear. Since it is 2011, I would like to see someone make a 3D representation of the original map of Hyrule Overworld from the original. Legend of Zelda, which we were all out here tonight celebrating.
0: Well, uh, well, you, you didn't, should, didn't uh, you play 3D Game Heroes? Because that was basically a 3D <laughs> version of uh, the Legend of Zelda except of map, not, so except not as
2: good.
1: Yeah, except not details, as details. Details. Seth Macy, in all seriousness, there is a a, a rather insane recreation of uh, the Zelda one map in Minecraft. Oh! Uh, if you search for YouTube, there, it's a two-part video. And uh, the video starts with, like, uh, the Minecraft character kind of looking down at the whole map, and it's like, oh, cool, they built the map. And and he goes down to the map, and he walks around, and it's like, yeah, everything's there, everything's pixel perfect. And then he walks into a dungeon. That's underground. He nice. did all of the dungeons. Does wow. he go into the cave?
0: Is there an old man in the cave? Oh, uh, I don't I didn't watch the whole thing, I'm oh. not sure. I don't think Is he there can actually make...
1: room physically for all the dungeons like underneath the map? You know, does, does thing, the I thing the thing so. about the thing about the maps
0: in the original Legend of Zelda is that they all fit together. Right. The, if you yeah. if you take them and like cut them into, you know, like pieces of paper and then put yeah. them together, it's a jigsaw. That's amazing. Like they used every possible square of the available bite space. But, so uh, yes, I, I would imagine that all of those dungeons wow. would fit together just fine under Minecraft. But even
1: if not, they could just, you know, go another story down if they had to double up, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, you do
0: like the the Metroid elevators yeah. where, you know, to get to Norfair, <laughs> right. you take a little longer elevator than they get to Brinstar. But I'll
1: say, playing 3D Dog Game Heroes, I think everybody who played it realized, wow, if only Nintendo had made, like, a little big Zelda, they could have had an amazing product. They, just, yeah. they could still do that. I mean, they really could. But Seth, uh, if you can't find it, it will be part of a feature we're running Monday uh, in celebration of uh, the 25th birthday of Zelda, so, so, and yes, and it.
0: that'll be the same day that this podcast goes up. So everyone who's listening to this for the first time at home, please, please look forward—I mean, not look forward to it. Please enjoy <laughs> it as you're as you're reading, as you're listening to this. I don't please know. Please continue
1: hell. clicking through the many yes, pages. Yes, click, 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 wax nostalgic about the wonderful franchise. All right, Seth, hey, thanks a lot. Good to hear from you. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right,
0: and Take I think care. thanks a lot. I think that wraps it up. Where are all the ladies for at? us? I don't know. I guess oh, girls yeah. don't like Zelda. Oh! You better answer that. It might be a girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a. Mrs. Retronauts, are you a girl?
2: <laughs> Not quite. Oh. Um, who, is
0: who is this, and why aren't you a girl?
2: <laughs> uh, my name is Peter, and I'm a fan of Retronauts. I guess, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was... Yeah, I don't need to waste your time. No, no. But, uh, I, w- I was um. Wondering, what was the purpose of Nintendo um, making the uh, of Nintendo. Zelda games?
0: Oh, making what?
2: Yes, what is the purpose of uh, making Zelda games with uh, Capcom and. Um and Philips, I guess Philips
0: make a little more sense. Well, <laughs> well, well Philips is a long and Horrible. sad story that that basically gave Sony a, a way into the industry with PlayStation. Um, that was just right. a that was a bum deal. We'll just yeah. leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, but the but Capcom with, partnership, yeah, the
0: Capcom flagship thing was basically, I think it was probably them attempting to kind of expand on the series yeah. uh, without you know like make some money without having to put a lot of effort into it themselves well, so, I mean Nintendo uses external developers yeah. this isn't you know this isn't a new thing Yeah, I mean right? freaking Tose made Kid Icarus and
1: then Super Princess Peach and you know like like uh, and uh, Mario and Luigi
0: is made by external developers mm-hmm. as well right. right Alpha Dream but when yeah. this
1: when this was announced it was a big deal I remember in Famitsu there was like a graphic of like you know Mario shaking hands with uh, Mega, Man, Mega Man or something you know it was kind of a, a big deal that they actually chose flagship and it wasn't just like a Jose or you know yeah. or like a little like a Suzak or something and obviously you know it was a big enough success that they came back into the third one but you know will we see that again do we want to see Nintendo partner with an outside company
0: to make another Zelda anymore I do you do absolutely I, I want
1: I want to see something different do you want to Zelda. see an external but they
0: didn't really come up with anything super different uh, with a little, those games a little different they it were a little different. different
1: but it was a nice uh, refreshing take I hmm. thought I All mean, of them.
0: Okay, how far would you want to take this? I guess
1: it's everyone. Would we want to see Nintendo like partner with like a Capcom or like a Japanese studio or like yeah, I want to with, see like partner a West- with
0: a Western. Developer. I want to see them partner with Atlas and make a Zelda dungeon crawler. No, it, no, it's nothing but dungeons. Know that when I say I would like to see that happen, I don't mean for like the flagship. Zelda series, like the right. like home console series, like I could see, I want to see. Now, mm, when you say mm, flagship, you mean like the the, made, main, the main Zelda nine. games, not flagship? The developer who made the other Zelda games, right? That was okay. <laughs> I got confused for Yeah, a yeah
1: I was thought it'd be neat if a, someone like Nintendo let a bunch of different people have like fun, weird takes on Zelda that weren't like main games. That were just yeah. like download games or something, kind of like I they do
0: with the Donkey Kong games, kind of like they do with Donkey Kong. Well, who mm-hmm. made the Tingle games or a game? That, I well, guess.
1: actually, they were. Three different Tingle games, and they were all well, made. Well, the actual Tingle game, not well, the Balloon one. There were two one. cartridges, they were both by Vanpool, which is about as weird as you can get. So that's true, but like counting Tingle as. I mean, Tingle's its own weird Zelda offshoot. We could, we could talk about Tingle yeah. for like 10 minutes. We could, know. but
0: let's not. Let's not.
1: But yeah, I, I would actually like. What I want is a Zelda 2 made by like some really cool developer,
0: basically. That's what I want.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so uh, we promised that our previous
0: caller was our last caller, but yeah. I think you, sir, are our last caller. Yeah, you're the oh, coda. Wow. You're the you're the uh, the postscript. Yeah, we only took, so, we took you because call. you thought you might be a girl. Yeah, we're a little disappointed, but that's okay. We won't hold it against you. It's not your fault. Yeah. Talk to your parents, I guess. All right. Thanks for calling. Well, you know, Jeremy, yeah, you, thank you. if
1: the whole pur- purpose of this was actually just to meet girls, it really wasn't. Just, I know, a I very, totally very bummed out. Good plan.
0: <laughs> I was like, girls like Zelda, right? Yeah. Like, girls are named Zelda. It's got to work out. Well, We're just going so to ignore calling. that. Ignore Speaking of that, yeah.
1: Zelda and NES, did you play the Great Gatsby NES? Uh, yes. I did not play I, it. I played it through to completion. It, Level 3 is really hard, I can't get past it. Uh, use a controller. <laughs> uh, that's probably what I should do. <laughs> use a controller with Joy to Key. I, d- I uh, didn't even try with the keyboard. I was on the keyboard, yeah. yeah. Uh, you should absolutely beat it. It's uh, But you saw the cutscene at, uh, at the end of level one. Yes. With, yes, yes. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> today in retro news, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, Zelda. I guess we're done. I guess we're done. The conclusion huh? here is that Newtopia was,
1: was better than Zelda 1. No, yeah. What? But, like, I feel like, you know, we're here to talk about Zelda.
0: That phone is great. Yeah, it, hang on a second. We're just too popular. Sorry, we're done. We're just too popular. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I turned off the ringer. Okay, okay. good. Okay, now the ringer's off, so we can talk right. for a few you more know, minutes. But it's and wrap cool. Up.
1: We got to hear like the thoughts of lots of listeners, and obviously people. And feel, no one doubled up on questions, right. and everybody very feels very strongly. And I like the guys who would call them. You know, bring back these memories of their childhood because mm-hmm. that's that's where Zelda really touched me. I was eight years old or seven or eight when I got Legend of Zelda.
0: I, I feel like we've done a disservice to Zelda by making this only half an hour. Maybe we'll have to do another one of these. Maybe. Maybe but, we'll have to do another one like every week or something. I don't know. Maybe not about Zelda, but
1: but specifically, <laughs> I wonder. You know, when when I finished Legend of Zelda first quest i remember thinking i had never played a game of that depth and magnitude and complexity and the fact and there was more for me to play as a kid i just was blown away i still remember the day i did it and how excited i was
0: i remember when i beat the first quest of zelda my mom made me go out and mow the lawn
1: <laughs> so that wasn't
0: that wasn't really the triumphant uh conclusion that i'd hoped for uh, but i did you know jump right into the second quest and it took me like two months to beat zelda and it took me about i don't know Five or six days to beat the second quest, because you know once I got my head right. around how the game concepts work, it was really it was a game that was something genuinely new. Like I had mm. never played a game like that. No one ever played a game like that right. because it distilled a lot of concepts that you saw in like PC games. Right, and I played, but it tr- played it was like, like it was Ultima. Like I knew what like,
1: a hardcore RPG was, right, and, and like I liked this better. I thought it was. A, I you know, mean, it was so it was better. basically
0: like you know uh, a more sophisticated more advanced version of adventure which also took kind of like pc rpgs but Mm -hmm. made those incredibly simple because it had a stick and a button to work with whereas zelda had you know the d-pad and and like four buttons and and, and and a much more sophisticated system it had the ability to like scroll more easily and you had yeah you know persistent memory and things like that so it could be this big massive game and uh yeah it was it was it was really a landmark and I, i feel like Zelda is is kind of dismissed unfairly by people who didn't experience it in 1987 uh but it, back then it was it was really uh, amazing and like I, Nintendo sold it on on how vast it was and how Like, it was the never-ending adventure from Nintendo. Right, we all joke about the commercial. Like, you know, levers, tektites. But it was a weird commercial. I remember as a kid, like, it it was like, wow, what is that even
1: about? What is he talking about? I mean, I I, I think if they had,
0: you know, pitched the game as it was, like, on its own merits, I wouldn't have grasped it. I would have been like, right.
1: But, you know, that was the thing
0: people would talk about on the playground. It's like, oh, man, Mm -hmm. Zelda, like, did you hear about this? Did Did you bomb that
1: wall? Did you burn that bush? Like, The
0: dude who figured out how to get through the Lost Woods was our hero for, like, a week. And the guy who figured out how to get through the Lost Hills. yeah like he was amazing we all like picked him up and and carried him on our <laughs> shoulders around the, the playground
1: and i think another testament to the power of zelda is how hard it was to accurately you know try to copy it and like we talk about utopia we talk about like Hydlide or alundra alundra or even these days like it finally took something like you know darksiders is probably the best ocarina of time clone we've seen it took 10 years for that you know like it You know, as much as it seems like a formula and the nintendo is just doing the same thing over and over again it isn't that easy to do to do it well clearly you know the design of the dungeons the balance of like the special weapons you get the bosses
0: but but the games that were kind of inspired by zelda and sort of spin off in their own direction like uh Quintet's uh, Actor or not Actors or uh, Soul Blazer is one of my favorites from yeah. the 16-bit era. Secret of Mana uh, basically added Final mm-hmm. Fantasy depth uh and and, and you know, multiple- leveling and, and things like that. And multiplayer. And multiplayer. Yeah. And that's you know glitchy but still an amazingly yeah. fun game. Um you know th- those games are even even from Software's uh, 3D. Game Heroes which is kind of goofy and and a little superficial but it's still a lot of fun. Yep. Um it's there's there's something very intrinsically addictive about the zelda style and and i i really do love a well game well made game in that style and for me
1: as much as mario is you know the reason we're all here like if i had to choose to mario and zelda if, if only one could exist i would choose zelda personally
0: it's a tough choice Ah, uh, <laughs> man I, I cannot make that decision on
1: the air no
0: it's sophie's choice it really is, <laughs> it is.
1: because you know the, the jumping in mario is is maybe more important than the depth of zelda but
0: i like depth Anyway, uh, we want to keep this short and sweet. We all have work to do. Yes. And uh, so this is it for this um, experimental, bizarre episode of Retronauts. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thanks for those of you who called in. Yeah, that, that went great. I, was, I yeah, was very surprised. I'm stunned. Yeah. We'll have to do this again frequently, I think. And Shane, thanks for stopping in. Hey, I'll, I'll be back during GDC. OK, well, well, maybe we'll do an episode then and make you sit in on it or something. I don't know. All right, cool. All right. That's it. Thanks. Zelda 25. Way to go.